Welcome to the podcast, A Whole Lot of Elephants, hosted and produced by me, Michael Tran, another teen who lives another day. Oh. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today is January 28th, 2021. It's 2.54 p.m. It's Thursday. Thursday! And it's the end of the semester, so Montgomery County students, we don't have school tomorrow. Yeah, and today I have a very special guest. He's one of the best violinists in the NEC consortium, Hawkland Molina. Welcome. Hi, thank you for the intro. I need to add a note to myself, add applause. But yes, Hawkland's here today. Um, Yeah, he's one of my friends. He's in junior year as I am. So yeah. Sophomore. Why did I say junior? Sophomore year. So let's get started. I don't know. My brain is like not here today. I don't know why. But today's topic is business and entrepreneurship. So yeah, businesses, entrepreneurs. That's a weird spectrum for me. I don't know a lot about the economy, but they seem very well respected and smart. You know? They do. Um, so I'm not sure if you heard, but apparently GameStop hit like a huge boost in like their stocks or something. Right. Was it like like, TikTok? I'm, wait, what do you mean? Like I, I saw a couple TikToks where they were like, buy GameStop stock or they were like, buy TJ Maxx or something. I don't know why, but like, it's like this trend now that I see on TikTok. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, apparently it was because I believe it was that the stocks were like, they went they went pretty high. Right. And now they went pretty, now they're pretty low right now. Right. So I'm like monitoring it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seem in, since like two o'clock. Yeah. They've gone down a good almost two hundred dollars in stocks. Right. Oh but yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Like, I don't know, like, was it like a random thing that people were doing or is it like I don't know. I just know that oh oh now it went up a bit by ninety-four cents. But is it like a random thing? Like I just saw the trend this morning. I was so confused. I'm not sure. I think I, yeah, it's actually really weird. I'm not sure. I guess it just has to do with like trade-ins and stuff, probably. Because right. probably since like, you know, everyone's home, they need something to do. Right. So I, they yeah. probably just like went to go. Oh, hold on. Wasn't what? there this one influencer who like bought everything in a GameStop? I, yes, I think so. I don't know the name, but I they think bought they a did. whole. They bought every game inside of one GameStop. Right, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Every game. I wonder what they're going to do with it. Like, are they just going to play them all? Are they going to donate it or what? Because I don't play games. Do you play games? I don't play games at all. I don't know. I mean, I kind of used to, but it was never anything serious. You know, Mm. your your casual Wii. Right. Your Mario. Yeah, that's what I play. Really? Okay. I thought, because like, I know that most people, I remember in like fourth grade, Everyone was talking about like their Xbox 360s and Minecraft. Yeah. Right. And I never owned an Xbox, PlayStation, or Wii at all. I never played or interacted with any of those consoles because it's like, 
I like I didn't feel the need to buy one like my mom could buy one but I didn't feel like it was necessary for me to have and I thought it was stupid because it's like if you're going to play all the games you're potentially going to get bored of all of them after a certain amount of time because there's no more new games you know like if you play all of them like well, yeah you, right yeah that's what happened to me like I mean I wasn't a huge gamer but I mean I thought it was nice to have uh, so it all started with the Wii. Yeah. Um, the gamers, okay, so like I think my aunt is like the big gamer in the family. She's like 29. But like when I was younger, she would have the PlayStation 2. So yeah. I started playing that. She had a GameCube, she had a Nintendo 64. Mm. And then just from there, that's where everything kind of started with me playing games. Mm. So when I asked for a Wii, I got I got the Wii for Christmas. And then yeah. I just started playing it. Then a few years later, the Wii U got released. I got that. Yeah. And then I think since the Wii U and just yeah. me getting older, have, having more things to do, yeah. I like slowly faded from gaming itself mm. to the point where like my brother wanted a Nintendo Switch and I told my mom, it makes no sense because right. like how you said, I get, you're going to get bored. Well, like I'm exactly. going to get bored of it. Right. I'm it's probably going to touch it for like, I'm only going to play with it for like two or three days. And after that, just like completely forget about it for a few months. Exactly. I feel like it's just like dead weight. Like after, like once you get it, you're like, oh my God, you make all this commitment. Like you're going to play every game. You're not going to be bored with it. Like you convince your parents really hard. And then it's like afterwards, you're like, oh, I don't care anymore. Like you just leave it in a corner unplugged and like you just go on your phone. Like I feel like now, literally, right. That's like I literally right. it. I feel like now because of social media, TikTok, or like any other apps, like I feel like it's just everything's more entertaining for our phones. Like there's no point of buying yeah. a Nintendo Switch anymore, which is like so, I don't know how, how I say it because games, you know, there some games are really good for your, um, men, not mental health, but you know, for you to progress and, you know, they set a foundation for you to learn more skills like strategy, development yeah. a lot of other skills but there's some games that are just downright stupid <laughs> like, don't waste to die oh i love uh i played that game like once in fourth grade but like like well my definition of playing games is like i routinely or i'm an avid gamer so i played like for at least two times i played one time and i don't know i thought it was fun like it was fun like killing <laughs> Well, it's not fun to kill people, but it was fun killing the characters. I think the graphics were just funny. Right? Like The graphics were just funny. Right. Yeah, I, I think the mobile games are more, I, for me at least, I think I, I play more mobile games, but it's yeah. still not like gaming a timeline. It's like, I'll play with it for a few days. I'll play right. it like every few days until I eventually just forget about it. Right? Like, the yeah. they, I thought they were like jelly beans or like colored eggs. I oh my God. Right, they're like fun, like or colored candy corns, like a blue can. Like that was fun. The game like, seemed happens. wholesome. Right. Yeah. Did you listen to the theme song? It was like, Duh. yes. You know that was fun. I yeah, the theme song was. My mom though, she was kind of against me playing it. <laughs> so then my aunt and I, because my aunt's a junior right now. Um, oh okay. Yeah, so we would we would have to play it in secret when we were in elementary school because like the game was fine and whatever right. but like we couldn't play in front of my mom or else she would get some kind of way about it right oh like um 
2004, like when I was in elementary school, I'm, I know I'm going to talk a lot about me being in elementary school, but I loved elementary school. It was so sentimental to me. Times were easier, no this and that. Like it was just simple. Like I love it. I miss it. I need it back, you know? Yeah, it is. It's, it was a good time. Yeah. We kind of like drifted off the topic of business and entrepreneurship. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so I like, I know how to get us back onto that topic. You remember the small businesses in elementary school? Yes. Yes. And middle school, those, mm-hmm. those, the school stores, and then just right. like the loom bands. Oh my rainbow loom. Yes. Um, I made a business. Really? In third grade. How much yeah, did you sell each loom them. for? I would make them. I, it depended on the, the colors I used and how long it would be. And the design, like the yeah, design was everything. Like, honestly. I, I was not very big with design variety. Like I had the little table, like, I don't know if you call it a table or I had the board. The lacing thing, right? Yeah, yeah. the lacing board. Mm-hmm. I had that, but I like never learned how to make those really good ones. Yeah. So I was like, you want the fishtail or whatever <laughs> the other one was called. Right. And like oh. everybody would just make them in class. And there were people who would be like, okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give you the money. <laughs> I never got my money. Wow. I So you just gave it to them. them. They went away. Like yes, thieves. They disappeared. Wow. Yes. <laughs> there was another time in third grade where I um, bought something off the Scholastics bookstore. Ooh. Do, do you remember like when they would give you the magazines? Yeah, the book fairs, book, the, right? It was like a week long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it was like when there wasn't a book fair and where you would just have to look at the catalog. Oh yeah. Buy what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there I bought this radio. Oh. It was like a it was like a radio. It was ten dollars. It was a radio. Okay. And it was like you could play FM radio that had Ooh. the headphones in it and whatever. Perfect. So then I bought it. Yeah. I loved it. Like Aww. it was great. So then <laughs> it took somebody right. to to kind of like grab it and throw it off to the side and it broke oh <gasps> no it broke and they're like oh trip oh i'll give you 10 pencils for it <laughs> i like the currency like it's like i'll trade you you know eraser for your pencil or it's like i'll trade you a rice krispie treat for your carrots like i like lunchtime the cu- yes right like lunchtime the currency trading. was so it was like our own little world i guess it's kind of like our own little world where we didn't really care about anything. Like I remember, remember those like, um, I saw this Instagram post one day. I was like, um, do you remember the erasers where it was like the mini iPhone erasers? Like they had the screen. Oh my God, yes. Right? Like I remember I used to buy like 10,000 of those for no reason. I just loved that. And I loved the blue color. I just bought 10,000 of those. and And those erasers sucked. They, didn't, they, they were, they were, they were really bad. Right. They didn't even do anything. I just bought it because of, I liked how I look and remember the like smellable uh, Sharpies and yeah, the highlighters, colors, right? Oh my, strawberry, lemon. Yeah. Oh my God. I think like kindergarten through second grade, every time it was a book fair, I would buy those exact same ones every year. Exactly. I wasn't interested in the books. I was only interested in the accessories and, like, and the what toys, they had. The pencils. Exactly. Like I was. Only there was this one scent though. I don't know. It was my favorite, but it was supposed to be like the worst one. It was the pickle one. The pickle smell. Oh, one. 
uh, like it smelled so realistic like it smelled bad You're but right. it was so realistic that it smelled good right if oh, you know what really? I mean like yeah yeah like it smelled so realistic and uh-huh. I remember bringing it home to my aunt yeah and she was like hold on a second uh-huh. why these smell so close to the pickles how they do that <laughs> that in I thought that too. I'm like, how exactly do you get the scented markers to smell the way they do? Right? I, I thought they dipped them in the juice and then they no. re-dipped them. So I, the Mr. Sketch markers, yeah. um, on the back of them, it talked about how they made them smell the way they did. Mm. So there was this one, there was like a pack of like bad smelling ones. Yeah. And like it said, what they had to do is like, they had to like put them in a little box and then just right. like leave them in there. Oh. So that like the aroma could like spread around. Oh. Oh, okay. speaking of that, there's another process they used to make the bean boozled jelly beans. Oh, okay. Have you have you um ever seen those? I haven't I've hmm, let me see. Like I remember eating one of those, like there was like this pack from the book fair and we went on this field trip to philadelphia in fifth grade uh-huh. and i remember like there was this pack of jelly beans and there it was like assorted so it was like there were jelly beans that tasted like boogers and stuff and yes right yeah. and like i've never seen the process but i remember eating one of the booger jelly beans on the bus and i had to and i was like throwing up the whole trip i was like like visiting the bathroom like every 30 minutes because i was like because it was still nice like it was still on my tongue. I could still taste it. It was yes. so just foul. Like, you know, like, I I don't know. Like, I tried drinking water, Gatorade, but it did not go away. Like, it was there. I threw up my whole breakfast. So it was It's like, terrible. What? I think I've bought it intentionally on three different occasions. Why? And I played it. I played it because oh I just thought the game was funny. It's like so Russian then, roulette. Ugh. Literally. So then there's the booger ones. Yeah. That did not taste like that they tasted yeah. stronger than they really needed to right they were like like oh, this like weird i was like a little bit saltier but like a little bit like how like more mellow and more nasty yeah like oh. it was so strong for no reason right oh. like it was way too strong i think the egg one was really bad yeah oh my god i just don't taste it right now like the it egg one. Made, like even though it's been like seven years, I could still taste it in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, like you oh just you just have that memory. Right. Oh my, it's so strong. Like I still remember it in my taste buds. Like, oh my God. Oh my yeah, they God. say to make the taste. Oh, the throw up one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard that that was the nastiest one. But like even it had my mom, like my mom was very skeptical of a lot of stuff when I was younger. Yeah. And it makes sense looking back on it because it was like, oh, you know what? Yep, you was right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then, yeah, she was like, I don't think I want you buying these anymore because <laughs> how do they make it taste like throw up? Right. So then I Googled it mm-hmm. and then they, so for the stinky socks one, they say like yeah. the person who made them had to put his socks in like this bag oh. contraption and he had to just let it like sit and like and like absorb the aroma into the into the jelly bean oh my god so that's how they make them they just have them they kind of like crush them up or they do whatever depending on the flavor yeah and then they just take the smell of it and they like infuse it into the jelly bean oh my god i'm like who threw up and made it taste like that that is 
Oh my god. Oh. oh. And since then, since I learned that, I, I haven't eaten any. I haven't eaten them again. Oh. Ew. Oh. They made okay. money off of that though. <laughs> they made a lot of money. Like jelly beans are always making money. The company they are. Um, oh my god. And then I remembered, okay, going back to the book fair, I remember yeah. there's this one time I was like five cents short of remember the like um invisible ink pens? Where, yes yeah the ones with the light on it right i was like five cents short so like at the end of, i don't know if i should be telling this because it's a crime but you know where it's going at the end of the book fair <laughs> when we were going i snatched like two pens i stuck in my pocket and then i ran like i didn't Imagine. run back I, I was like because it was like the accessories were at the front of the library of my school and it was like so convenient because the chaperones were in the back so they couldn't see me at all so i was like it went over. I was standing near there the whole time before we left. It was like, eh. like, like I, I was always scared to take stuff. <laughs> Say, right? Whether like, it was, mm-hmm. whether it was from the books, st- the book fair or the school store, I was always right? scared. <laughs> right? Like, I was scared the entire day. I thought the principal was going to come with the police and arrest me because they And the worst out. part of it was that it's even, it's even worse when the people who work there are so sweet. Oh, right? Like, you like that's a whole other kind of guilt. Right? Like, you're so sympathetic. Like, even though they don't work there for commission, they're, like, volunteers or whatever. Yeah. Like, you feel so you guilty. Feel right? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh. That's why, like, I never, I never, st- I think I may once or twice, but I highly doubt it. I feel like there was a time where it almost happened, but then mm. I, like, put it back or something. Yeah. So then, yeah. Um. Huh, what else about the book fair? There was a, oh, do you remember those glitter pens? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There were those, like, glitter pens as yeah. well. Ugh. The the colored lead. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those those yeah. were another thing that were very popular. Right. For the lead pencils. But they sucked. They always broke. Right. The book fair items, like the accessories, they suck. They're not high quality at They're all. They're not. But for some reason, as kids, we thought they were cool and we didn't really care about money or the quality of items and the, uh, the bang for the buck. So we just didn't care. We just liked how it looked and everyone wanted it. So we just went along with the trend. And it's yeah. like, ugh. like now looking back, it's like I could have saved up that money for something else. You know, we like really could have. Like <laughs> all the money, like apparently I read this report. It was like once you reach the age of 18, the average cost for a parent to feed and, you know, provide for their children is about a million dollars. Yeah. I yeah. think I read that a few months ago. Yeah. That's insane. A million dollars. I'm like, Ugh, you got to have that saved up. Right. In, like I could have saved. have a child. Exactly. I could have saved for like a lot of things. Like I know that this is just through the age of 18 the 27 the 2017 report from the U.S. Department of Agriculture the average cost of raising a child from birth through age 17 is $233,610 but we are Gen Z and we are built different so we need to (laughs) multiply that watch it be like 10 times more like oh my god like I feel like I could like one of my mom's friends so they're a millennial I think they uh-huh. have enough money for down payment to buy their own house. Imagine. Dead. No, oh, I, I don't want to say. Really, like they have like, I don't know how much, but they have enough money and their credit score is like really high. They're like in their 20s. They're like really 
they're qualified to buy their own house. And it's like, oh my God, like they've been saving since they were born. Like they didn't even spend it on anything. They just saved all their money they got from birthdays, you know, new year. Like it was ins- like they, I bet you they have over a hundred thousand dollars in their savings. Oh my. Right? That's insane. Oh, speaking of like houses and stuff, and especially because we're on the topic of business and entrepreneurship. Right. So there was, I saw this, this TikTok and I've also seen like, I've read articles about it mm-hmm. where you can you can make ads for realtors for money yeah for houses and they pay about you can i believe you can sell each ad for about i think i'm not sure if it was 15 or 50 dollars but i know the most they can pay you is like 75 dollars per ad that you make yeah and that's only because like realtors don't have the time to make a house ad that looks so fancy and whatever right so that's why um many people under 18 underage people are reaching out to realtors like right. blowing up their email right. so that they can make money and i think that's a really solid way to make money especially mm. from home right that's an alternative to minimum wage jobs because it's like yeah some people don't have the time and minimum wage jobs are w- demanding and labor and you don't really get paid a lot you know while th- there are alternatives like making ads or like teaching or tutoring from home like it's especially during this pandemic, you know, you stay yeah. while you're making decent money. Like, I feel like that's a good alternative. Yeah. Um, also, I've also noticed that a bunch of targets are ask or like low on staff and like they're asking yeah. for people to come and get interviews. Yeah. Especially these new places opening up around here, like the five mm. below. Right. They, they have signs that are like come in for an interview. Right. It's like so big. And I, but I don't know, but like, I heard that applying to Target was really hard because you need some like experience at other retail school stores and you need to have like, you know, like meet this and that for qualifications. I heard it was really hard to apply at Target while the other oh, stores really? was pretty easy. Yeah. Like, and sometimes Target, like, I, then I saw a few TikToks where it was like, um, sometimes targets like you don't even apply for the job you want they just put you in a random one unless you specify or talk to the yeah. hr department you can pick you can apply for a department but not like a specific job right it's like a raffle yeah yeah like if i were to work at the target i'd work at the starbucks because oh my god right yeah the starbucks oh, would be a- no actually no i don't want to do that why because all the crazy white old ladies the karens like they're gonna call you up you curse you up and down complain they're gonna do everything just to get their free starbucks and they're gonna do this oh that just annoys me like that's why there are well at least the target here they got security guards standing right next to the target i mean right next to the starbucks because it's near the entrance yeah Oh, yeah, I'll hit him up. I'll, I'll get him over. <laughs> right? Oh, but, like, ugh, I hate, I don't, like, here's the thing. Like, I want to work a minimum wage job to get the experience of what it's like in the future. But it's, yeah. like, you know, like, I feel like I'm not entitled, but I'm grateful for what I have. And it's, like, yeah, but, like, I want to get the experience because, you know, some people, they come, you know, you don't know what their situation is. And it's, like, I yeah. want to get the experience. I want to get to know what it's like you know, to, because it's like, I, I don't want to be like closed-minded and stuff because like they work their, 
you know, butts off every single day to provide for us. And they're like basically frontline workers, you know, providing us with groceries or like products that we need, like band-aids. It's like really important. And it's really cool that, you know, there are people who are, you know, working those jobs like two, three years, you know, providing for the common good. Yeah. And I think that's just the, that's another crazy thing about that altogether. Like, it's that sometimes they're doing harder work than people who get paid way more than that. Exactly. I know like, that they're mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of like people like who are janitors, like they're really underpaid and they have to, you know, deal with all sorts of messes and they have to use all chemicals, which put the, puts them at risk. You know, they're not being paid as, you know, the managers at the stores and it's like insane. And they have to be overworked in the night. They have to work alone with no security. Like it's insane. It's even worse, I think, at a college level. Yeah. Because I had some family. I have family who actually work in mm-hmm. the in the state, you know, at the university here in Maryland. Yeah. Um, and they they say it's terrible. You oh. they have to clean during the night. They have to go early in the morning. Right. And then they find kids passed out in wow. the in the dorms and it's just crazy drugged um drunk everything that's that's terrifying because like what if they're like drunk or drug and they're like they think that you know the janitors or the people who clean your rooms they're like uh, trying to kill you or something that they attack or like they act aggressive that's that's the scary part because under the influence that's even dangerous you don't make rational decisions like that's even more dangerous and at night, where people could yeah. be lurking the corner, stabbed, like, that's dangerous. Literally. It's Ooh. crazy. I, have, I think just college life altogether, it's, right? yeah, it's just a time where you just want to take advantage. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of, like, skeptical about going out of state. Yeah. And if I am to go out of state, right. I would like to work a little bit in, during high school. That way I can make right. some kind of money to stabilize myself if I was to go out of state. Right. Yeah, because uh, college life is not it, for me at least. Exactly. Like, I want to go to the University of Maryland. I know it's very, it's a prestigious school and it's very hard to get into, but it's like, I, you know, based on its um, status, you know, throughout the whole world and because it's close, you know, we live in Maryland, so it's like, it's more convenient for me because I don't have to pay for living expenses. I live with my mom, you know, and it's close. And then it's like, I don't have to pay for groceries, waters and bills. Like I could help around a little bit cleaning the house or chip in. But other than that, it's like, it's not scary because you already know where you are. You're familiar with the area and what the culture is like. And it's like way more safer and way yeah, more- Yeah, the acceptance rate safer. is- the acceptance rate is 44%. I know. And yeah. you'll need nearly straight A's in all your classes to compete with other applicants. And you should have, you also should have taken plenty of AP or IB classes to show your exactly. ability to excel. That is actually pretty crazy to me. Really? Like, I feel like, so I am, like, I'm trying to take as many AP classes as I can from my high school career. And all of the AP classes, they seem pretty easy, self-explanatory to me because the honors classes, they're boring, really boring. I get bored of them. Like they're really easy. Like, 
Like sometimes I even go on my phone during classes. So it's so like so boring, so easy. Yeah. Well, AP classes, it's like a mixture of being easy to having to concentrate a bit because it's like, yeah, well, it depends on each person, but that's my perspective. You know, it's like really easy and it's like, I would rather take AP classes than just take regular classes because it's like at the end of the year, you know, May, during May, you get to take the exam for college credit. And it's like, I would rather do that because that decreases uh, my college tuition and my time in college classes. I, yeah. I think it's like a benefit. I, I, I see what you mean, but there's just some people who, who I think if we were to just put a little bit more effort, we would be most more people would be able to do it. Right. But just this whole pandemic is just motivation draining. Mm, right. Like I think that's my problem with just taking one AP class right now. Just like I have no motivation whatsoever. Really? Yeah. So I mean I've cleared all my AP government work for the semester. Right. Um there were a few bumps in that road. Mm-hmm. The class itself is pretty interesting. It's really easy. But, yeah Um, yeah I took it last year yeah it was really easy it's not hard but I think what the thing about it this year is because because of so much going on the election year it's having so much more significance right yeah there's more significance and there's just all together it's more broader and it's like more like I don't know how to say like you can actually connect it to real life yeah right and then at the same time there's times where you're just like I don't want to hear i don't really want to talk about the subject the current subjects anymore Mm, right and then just going back to that class and hearing about it you're just kind of like overwhelmed by it oh okay okay yeah oh i get what you're saying because like i know that some people there because there was this study that i read it was like with you know you being zoom it discourages you makes you more drowsy if you're in zoom for like more than an hour yeah i agree exactly like because the screen is so bright and it's like drained out your eyesight i've never been i've never napped i've never been really big on like taking naps but like i don't know after my zoom classes i just have the necessity to like take a two to three hour nap or so Mm. because of how drained i feel after yeah and it's just crazy to me and then I just barely have time to finish my work where I like have to stay up some nights to, to finish work right. and speaking of work I think the workload has increased Definitely. from normal school right it has increased and it's crazy for a class you only see twice a week mm-hmm. the amount of work you're given is right. pretty excessive right especially considering you have more classes and the higher up the classes you're going your grade level it's more work especially ap classes right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, i feel like yeah there's like i feel like there should be an extent or like a barrier where teachers just stop like i talked with joel the other day other Uh episode it was like there should be like an extent you know like sure it helps us but there should be like an extent where you should make it optional or just you know give us the work that is meaningful instead of just giving us repetitive work you know it's yeah. just like there should be an extent to the workload there should but sometimes it's they overdo it <laughs> exactly okay um i forgot i didn't prepare today's fun fact so i searched one up really quick 
Okay, so today's fun fact is that elephants can communicate through vibrations. So like trumpet sound, trumpet calls, body language, touch and scent, you know, those are the ways that us humans communicate, but they can communicate along in addition with uh, vibrations. So that's cool. That's very <laughs> interesting, actually. Right? The yeah, more you know. Like literally right <laughs> there was this one contestant on america's got talent a few years ago who she was mm -hmm. deaf but she was able to sing and play her instrument yeah because she had to feel the vibrations on her feet of that's the music mm -hmm. so that's how she was able to like stay in sync with the music and be able to sing yeah oh that's really cool yeah people who have a disability and they overcome their challenges by performing arts or do and living life that's really cool yeah what's even what's like i find even more like good about that is just like the creative ways to right. go around it right like it would be cool to do it even if you don't have the disability but right. then at the same time you get more of the experience with less you know right yeah it's like we're not trying to discourage we're not trying to support ableism or anything but it's like I feel like with people with disabilities, they know how to overcome it. While when we, you know, don't have a disability, we already know what it's like. So we use our senses, you know, when people are deaf, we can, we just use our ears. We don't, you know, we try to feel like them. We try to stimulate and simulate what they are feeling, what's like, but it's really hard. Like you don't know exactly what it's like because you already have that advantage over them. Yeah, especially, and if you do it the wrong way, like some people right. go about it like completely wrong to the right. point where it, it literally looks like ableism. Right. Like I saw this TikTok, there was this guy, he was like in um, New York, you know, the Big Apple, and he was faking seizures. And, you know, police right. officers, they had to break out his window because they actually thought he had a seizure. And that is not a prank. He said it was a prank. That is not a prank. That that's is a crazy. life, you know, that's like seizures or like a life or death situation because you don't know what's something, happening. Something could have been going on on like the other side right. of wherever the guy was pretending to have a seizure, but because they had to go attend to him. Exactly. Yeah, that's actually crazy. I did not hear about that. Really? It was like everywhere on TikTok because like he said it was a prank and he like literally when he heard them break the window, he had to play it out. He had to act it out like that he was actually having a seizure. And it's like, what are you gonna say afterwards? What if the police officers or like the paramedics, they find out that you didn't have a seizure. What do you say after that? Isn't that low key the equivalent of like prank calling 911? I feel like it is. In some form, yeah. And, but it was like in middle of the daylight, busy. Like I was like, oh my, why would you do that? Like why? I feel like pranks should go away in 2021 because it's like, why would you do that? It's not a prank. It's a serious condition that most people have to live with and it's not funny. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Like, I don't know. People yeah. are weird. Some people are ignorant. I don't know why, but yeah. Ugh. That's whack. I know. Okay, so back on the topic of businesses and entrepreneurship. Yes. I had this really good idea the other day, right? So uh -huh. you know how most, you know, beverage shops, like coffee shops, they serve you iced coffee, you know, 
And yes. so it's like most, or like orange juice and most of them, they have, you know, like they just have a surplus of coffee or orange juice. So they just dump it out in the back one of their sinks, which is really wasteful, even though it's not expired, right? So yeah. my idea was that, so what if there was like a coffee shop that serves, you know how there's like a life hack. So it's kind of like incorporating a life hack into business. So what if, you know, instead of throwing the coffee away, they made the coffee into ice cubes. And when someone asks for, you know, iced coffee, they put the coffee in there. So it's like, like incorporating life hack and infuses the flavor, keeps the flavor while you're not being wasteful. You're trying to save some resources, you know, instead of dumping the coffee, you're saving the coffee or the orange juice that still could be used because that's wasteful. If you just waste food like that, you know, you save it and then you use it for the next day. That is, I've never actually thought about that. Wow. Right? Like the little things in life, like I feel like that's a really good sustainable business practice. You yeah. buy fresh oranges, you squeeze them out. And at the end of the day, you just freeze them up into ice cubes and then you serve them with the oranges. So you get the flavor. It doesn't get watery while you're being sustainable and not being wasteful. Yeah. I think there would be one thing that may or not may or may not be wrong with that. Mm. Can you imagine if like you keep the ice cubes for too long? Oh, yeah. Like, would it? I don't think it would, but mm. would it affect the flavor at all? Because I noticed like when I leave a drink or something right. in the freezer for too long, mm-hmm. and it comes out icy, oh. it gets watery, even though there was right. no water in it i get you i f- yeah i feel like yeah that's the only issue but i feel like at least you know yeah that's the only that's the main issue you know but that's I probably f- like one of the best i think that's the best way to deal with that situation right i feel like it's more sustainable and it's way you know you're not wasting food because like a lot of girls it's such like it's such a shame in our society that you know, people like they're working at Dunkin, they waste all the donuts or like the grocery yeah, store donating that. them, right? Like instead of donating to food banks, like that's so wasteful. Yeah. Um, where else? Starbucks. Starbucks. Um, I saw this video where this woman was like explaining that when people want extra stuff, oh. they can get it. They prefer right. people to ask for extra stuff because at the end of the day, they just got to pour out all that stuff. Throw it away, right. Can't like, keep it. Yeah. Like at Chipotle one time, um, this guy asked me if I wanted some chips I said yeah because like I asked him why he said that they were just gonna throw it away either way because like they you know fresh freshly fried their chips uh tortilla chips every single day it's like they just throw it away because after that it's just stale yeah also employees um the the actually the work benefits at Chipotle are really good yes Mm -hmm. like they are great right and I'm just like excuse me where do I sign up Mm. I saw this really like, one cute guy at Chipotle one day. I don't know why, but I <laughs> when I was ordering, I couldn't even order because I was stuttering by how hot he was. So I that's only that's the only thing I had to contribute. But what were you about to say? <laughs> oh my god. Um, where was it? It was it had to do with just careers. Okay, so like I was trying to apply to Chipotle a few months ago. I think it was mm. like at the very beginning of the pandemic or like a little bit halfway through from where we are right now. Yeah. And I was just like, it would be really good to work here. The benefits are truly, truly remarkable. Mm-hmm. Like includes the college 
includes oh. healthcare, dental, everything, wow. free food, uh, free paid, I think paid vacation time, I believe. Yeah. Or paid sick days. Yeah. And it's Ooh. just like, I have not been able to find a company with benefits like Chipotle. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, how much work do you have to put into getting those benefits? Right? Like, I f- like yeah. how hard do you have to work for those benefits? Mm, exactly i then i heard costco really they had a really good and rigid um employment program so it was like after so you know you can work like it's like after um so you get all the standard benefits like dental uh dent, dent, dental uh, health all of that and vision and you know you get paid vacation time yada 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 and then it's like um there's like this it's kind of like this game or like a hierarchy. So it's like after you work a certain number of hours, your pay raise increases by this amount. And it's like- Oh, like a bonus, like a raise. No, but then it automatically stays there. Like you don't have to tell anyone, no one cares. Like it's just in the system. It just raises automatically. Yeah, um, where else was that? Kaiser Permanente? Yeah. Are you familiar? Yeah, my mom worked there for quite some time. Uh, I think once she left high school, um, yeah. about a year or two later, she started. She began working at Kaiser Permanente up to 2018, Ooh. when she had my when, when she had my little brother. Yeah. So then, since then, she's been a stay-at-home mom. But right. while she was working there, she got like really good benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, she got a she got a healthcare plan with them. I mean, right. it would only make sense to. Right. And the the pay like the pay would go up. I think mm. it was once every, I think it was either once every six months or once every year. Oh, that's really good. And it would be like a 50 sun raise or something like that. Mm. But yeah, like she was an optician. She oh. got paid pretty really good. good. Yeah, like especially coming out of high school and just learning how to make glasses. Right, that's really good. Yeah, yeah like um, I remember she made my first pair of glasses. Ooh yeah at work so she brought them home and yeah like every time she would go to work yeah she would come back from work and I would be like so are my glasses ready and she would always tell me she would always tell me what how much work they what they did to my glasses that every time she would come home from work yeah and it would just be yeah it would just be a good a good little bonding experience Oh, oh my god that's so cool because like Okay, so my mom, so she used to be a seamstress and she was in the fashion industry. So she used to work for this guy. He had his models in like New York. I don't think his brand was big, but, you know, he had my mom, you know, tailor some outfits for the fashion shows and apparently they were a big hit. Um, She worked for a few years for him. And then after that, she was like, "Uh, I have my kids, so I give up. So after that, she just gave up and she became a stay at home mom. But it was nothing like important. It was just kind of like a hobby she did because she wanted to be an architect. But it was like, you know, that was kind of the thing she learned in Vietnam. And she loved that. She loved, you know, uh, sewing clothes for the fashion show. So it was something she did for fun. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. And like, I, I feel like I should thank her for that because when I was in elementary school, she like, I don't know why, but like, even before, you know, the fashion, like in 2020 and like the fashion right now, right? Even yeah. before that, you know, the fashion of the Y2K 
re-evolved again. So it's basically just like the 2000s re-evolved again right now. It's like, she used to dress me like, like, like I, there's times where I looked at my old photos. I'm like, oh my God, I dressed, she dressed me so well. Like I looked like I was sensible, fashionable. The fit was fire. Exactly. And it's like, oh my God, I regret that. And it's like, I need, like, I need more clothes to go a lot because like, I don't know why but in middle school I had this stigma where it was like I had to dress like the boys and I needed to you know have all Nike or gym clothes it was like so stupid like thinking back it was like so stupid like I thought that dressing nice you know like having a sweater was like old man clothes for some reason I don't know why I just thought it was stupid so it was, I was like, the complete opposite really Yes, like I will I will go to school as comfortable as I need to. I oh. was not a fan of jeans. I'm not a big fan of jeans. I don't like jeans. Nope. Mm-mm. Um, I was all about hoodies and sweatpants. Exactly. Um, I even go to school with my sandals and socks. <laughs> oh. Or at least I would. I would go to school with socks and sandals only because it was convenient, it was easy, and I was comfortable. Oh, I would never, here's my thing. I would never wear sandals outside of the house. I would never wear them in public. I would just wear them in my yard, in my house. I would never go out in public with sandals on. I don't know why. That just seems weird. Um, I get it. I mean, for some people, it's not, it's not their thing. I respect right? that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like comfortable, but it's like weird to me. Like that, you know, you're wearing sandals, you're barefoot people like if you well it depends if you're not wearing socks people can see your feet it's kind of weird yeah there's times where like i for i like i just because i'm rushing i don't put Mm. socks and then i just feel kind of like like oh people can see my feet like sometimes like there's dirt stuck in your toenails and you have to clean them out like you know like it's all dirty like sometimes i like get all dirtied up like my feet are like filled with dirt and it's like disgusting like at the same time, I want to lick it, like lick all the dirt out of the crevices of my toenail. Oh, then that would no. seem weird. Like I just want to lick it, lick the crevices, like the dirt out of, like lick oh, it all, no. like a vacuum. <laughs> you know, like lick it up. I don't know no. why. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there, sir. What do you mean no? Oh, like, no. Like that's the easiest because instead of putting, I don't know what it's called, but like a toenail cleaner or whatever, in there, you know yanking all the dirt i'd rather lick my toenails like go in there and lick it really good to get all the dirt get, dirt out <laughs> it's that... sanitary is it really though because you put you know before you do it you use mouthwash and it's like it kills all the bacteria in your mouth then you lick it lick it lick it and then afterwards you do it mouthwash again and then you're done it's like a pussycat meow like they do that you know i mean i mean okay but the reason they do that is because they have like little i don't know what they're called like they have they have Balls? things on their no they have things on their um on their tongue and that's why they have the ability to clean themselves because yeah. they have like textured tongues yeah i want to do that like i'm trying i'm gonna try to do that right now i <laughs> i didn't clean my feet so it tastes like dirt um, but I got my tongue in my in the crevice, so we're good. I tastes like dirt and skin, so we're good. <laughs> I should do it again. <laughs> I should do it again, actually. 
No, it tastes better now. I don't know why. It tastes better. <laughs> no. It tastes better. I could. This is. I could. This show is getting the, out of hand. I could show you the video of me. Like I could turn on my camera after the podcast episode and actually show you me licking my feet. I'm okay. I to, think I'm okay. Like a cat. Like I'm. I'm. I'm short, so I feel like I'm flexible. So like my feet, it's really close, to like an inch away from my mouth, so I could lick it. Oh no. <laughs> And then, oh yeah, and then this morning I had this thought about boogers, like the slimy, wet, clear boogers that you like put your finger in your nose and you like pulls out, drips down with your finger like slime. I... Um, let me pull up my notes. Uh, I took some really good notes on boogers. Like I feel like I've had like a really good te- TED talk by myself about boogers. Let me pull up those notes really quick. Okay, so I said, let me see. I said, okay, eating your nose boogers are delicious. The slimy, wet, gooey, clear boogers that have little bubbles, which I assume are bacteria in them, are really good. Literally dripping as you pull them out and slowly going down into the area where you pull them out afterwards. The organic, natural slime your body produces is really good. The enzymes and bacteria help you build immunity if you eat them enough. And it's a good snack and a good substitution for slime. So Play-Doh and other companies, you need to watch out because I'm coming for your brand. Oh my God. Don't you think like that? Like, I don't know. I, I, I thought that was a pretty interesting thing to think about. Okay, I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> You're speechless. You don't even know what to say. Exactly. I don't. I don't know what. To, how, how do I respond to that? The boogers are really good. I encourage everyone to eat them. You know, go. You know, don't listen to your doctors, pediatricians, dietitians, because they're obviously lying to you. Because this is a vegan, keto-friendly snack that you can enjoy oh, any no. day. It's all organic. You know where it's coming from. It's organic. So don't listen to them. It will not make you sick. Don't listen to. Them. Just eat it as much as you want, like a all-you-can-eat buffet. Pick it in there. Go. You got to stop when your nose bleeds, but pick, go in, out, mouth. Just do it all day long. I have, I have, a, I have something to go against this claim. Boogers Definitely. trap in boogers trap invading viruses and That's bacteria. That's what makes it more delicious. But I, uh, I feel like the virus with a little corona. Yes, the seasoning makes it good. Oh my God. And then the other day, actually. Um, so after, you know how after exercising, you're all sweaty and stuff? Oh yeah. Okay. So sometimes the sweat, when I'm cycling, the sweat travels down my eyes and goes into my mouth and I suck it up. It's kind of like a sweaty, salty water. It's really good. <laughs> right? And then, no, because I have eczema, my skin's really dry. When I scratch it after, yeah. dead skin cells fall off. And it's like, oh my God. And then I usually scratch it on my laptop I know this is a really weird thing, but I collect them all up with my hand and then I lick it off my hand and then I eat it. I... It's really good. It's like a, like a mini chip, a mini potato chip, like a super you know, tiny sized potato chip where you can eat. This is a lot of oversharing for a podcast. Less sodium, less cholesterol, no fats. All natural, as I said, it's keto friend, friendly, vegan friendly. You know, lick them skin cells up. 
because they're dead oh, anyway. So what? Lick them up. What are you gonna do with them? Blow them away? Vacuum them up? No, that's a waste of skin cells. Lick them up. <laughs> and not some- like they're gonna regenerate. It's not like they're gonna regenerate. <laughs> and sometimes I scratch myself really good, and the blood comes out, and I suck all the blood out. I, you know, like like salty red goodness how did how okay how did this go from business and entrepreneurs i don't know it's like salty goodness that i get suck up whenever i want scratch it up suck it up oh no um i can't even imagine i am i have no words i have no words do you smell your your wax like sometimes i put my hand in my ear and then I, you know, go in there a little bit and I smell my earwax. I don't eat it because it's like all like waxy. Like I ate it once. It was like waxy, sour. Like I didn't, I didn't want to eat it anymore. But like, you know, sometimes I go in there really good and then it's like, I smell it. Then I wipe it on a, off on a napkin. And I like seeing the earwax wipe on a napkin. I don't know why. Right? Don't you do Again. that? Is it relatable? For you guys, it is. It is very much. You all can relate to this, or I don't know why, but sometimes I have an ear infection, and I go in there, and the ear infection is all wet, gooey, and stinky, and I smell it really like for a minute, and then I do not. I I don't believe I've ever had an ear infection. Really, I don't think I have. I'm really prone to ear infections because. When I was like a baby, I used to sleep on one side all the time, like my right ear. And, you know, it was like, I was like doing something to my right ear. So it's like, then afterwards, I started getting ear infections a lot because I kept slept, sleeping in my right ear for who knows what. I'm going to do it right now, actually. No. No ear infection. That's yellow. Good and yellow. Oh. Good and waxy too, like the texture. I, yeah. I don't know. Today uh, has turned into a really weird podcast for who knows what. It really has. This was actually pretty fun. <laughs> uh-huh, oh yeah. my god! I, I I did nothing. I was not about to fall off out of my window because I. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting near my window. There's no table. My feet are hanging out. I was about to fall out of the window, so I'm fine. <laughs> don't ask me what I'm doing with my feet at the window I'm fine for now okay. I'll take your word for it yeah and then oh okay so then some pretty exciting news um, mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm actually going to start driving on the road like at, on the actual road that is great right like I'm going to so I live really close to Bridge. oh I don't want to say what I live really close to our middle school and, you know, I'm going to drive in like a square sort of route. You know, I go past that middle school, then I go past the local Safeway, then I turn right and then, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's going to be exciting. I'm going to run over some old people and yeah, that's my goal. I think I'll be able to identify you pretty easily on the road. (laughs) Really? Are you going to be out tomorrow? Are you going to stalk me? 
No, I will not be out tomorrow. I mean, when we all become uh-huh. drivers, like official drivers, <laughs> I uh-huh. think I'll be able to quickly identify you on the road. Really? Yes. I feel like you would too. Oh, the other day I was at the high school parking lot and I think I saw Om, our friend Om. I think I saw her practicing driving. I don't know. Oh. Because I know what her car looks like, but I don't, but I think I was her. Because I, I remember when it would be after school and every day I would either go to the Starbucks or the right, 7-Eleven. Right? Yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. you would always find me. <laughs> you would always find me. Yeah, because I, my bus passes those two locations every single time and I would see your car. I, I'm not going to say what it is for privacy reasons. I don't have so, it anymore. We don't have that car anymore. Why not? Um, we traded it in. Oh, damn. Okay, maybe yeah. that's why it was harder to see you out on the road. No, nah, this it. was recent. This was like a week ago or a oh. week or two ago. Oh, it was oh. very recent. Yeah, okay. Damn it. I Now I got to rethink, reevaluate, take more pictures. And I keep a track on it. What? That's pictures? I do that with... I don't, I don't, and then again, I don't know if I should say this, but there's a lot of rich people that live down the street from me. They're like, oh, yes, okay, I remember now. I take photos of their license plate numbers and I keep it for my record. Then, whenever I see them out on the road, I'm like, look, look, the rich people, look, look. And my mom's friends with one of them. Um, she owns the Atlantic supermarket in. What was it? Hyattsville. It's really big. And I see her, her son's car, and her daughter's car. And they, her kids don't know who we are, but I know who they are based on their cars. So, yeah. (laughs) And yeah, like I know all the rich people. I don't know them personally. I just know what car they drive. I just know them by their car. Yes, their house and their occupation occupation i'm not going to use it to blackmail just was interested one day how do you get that don't 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 ask me how i know about this (laughs) um don't how do you get that from a car i don't ask me how i know about this don't ask me nothing but i just know okay that's all i'm gonna say no further comments i just and then i stalk my friends too sometimes i see um some of my friends go out of my neighbor, past my house. They don't know that I'm outside or looking outside, but they, but I know where they're, not where they're going. I know their car, who's driving the car. It's fun. It's like a little game I play, like mouse and rat. That's rats. hilarious. Right? Like mouse and rat. That's rats. so fun to me. Um, I've seen teachers pass was... my house too. Like I've seen some middle oh. school teachers, high school teachers. I've seen them pass by. Oh my. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would be scared to live dangerously close <laughs> to you. <laughs> I already know where you live. I Yeah. You I believe that. Your, you turn on your snap map. Well, yeah, you turn on your snap map one day, your location for your Bitmoji, and I just re- remember it. It's some, I don't want to say the road, but it starts with a B. That's all I'm going to say. It starts with a B. Oh my God. And it's one of those famous classical singers. No, musicians. That's all I'm going to say. 
<laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Um, uh-huh. Well, that's great. That's good to know. <laughs> actually, yeah, actually, I, so um, we're about to move and I went into that, your, where you live and I, there was this house selling on that road. I was like five minutes, I could have ran down to your, your house because it was literally like five minutes on the same road, same neighborhood. Like I could have literally ran over to you. Like we didn't buy the house because we're not buying yet, but I could have ran over to your house. I'm fun facts. That's two fun facts. There were multiple fun facts said here today. Right. I, today I revealed myself more and there were a lot of fun facts. And you I, have more reasons to be uh, um, oh, hey, I legally interrogated. I just saw one of my friends pass me. That's great. Hey, bestie. They don't know I'm up here, but yeah, that's fun. Um, it's cool. It's chill. You don't worry. You don't have to worry that I'm doing something suspicious. I'm not. I just know this and that for my sake. I, I feel comfortable knowing this is towards the end of it. Oh, yeah. Like, this is like the second half. <laughs> so, because no, I feel like if people were to listen, a very small amount of people would listen all the way up to here. Right. Um, but this was so fun, though. I know, right? I enjoyed this. I should do more. Like, yeah, we should do this. Like, I feel like I should have more guests on the show, more people. I will be like, very honored to come back and collaborate in a definitely. few Definitely. And I will talk about my weird stuff. I, I have a lot of weird things that you guys need to know about. Like, you have to know about them. Or it feels like you don't know me as a person. There's a lot yeah. of weird things. You, like you need to know them or you don't know who I am you got to know them you know like you yes. got to hear them out you got to you got to know them that's all I'm saying you guys please listen to another episode to the future episodes because you got to hear the weird things that I well not they're normal to me but weird to other people the weird things that I have and possess you got to know about my traits and yeah, I guess that's all for today. We went to an hour. That's good. We had fun. Cool. Oh, yes, we did. I so, definitely had fun. Perfect. Okay. And what so, a way to close the semester. I know, right? At end of the park, right? That's really, you know, then we can enjoy a weekend, do work or whatever. So yeah. signing off. I, I never I never say sign off. What the ugh. Okay. Me and Hawklin are going to sign off and um, today's sponsor is no one. So we all die alone, um, <laughs> eat alone, drive alone, sleep alone. I don't know. Take vitamins alone. Eat your, eat your dead skin cells. Alone. I don't know. And don't forget, sleep alone and yes. wake up and do it all over again. Exactly. And you're being tormented by your family. So that's all we have today. <laughs> if you want to listen, I don't no there's only like 10 people who listen to this i don't know if you care but yeah that's that bye thank you thank you again for having me i hate everyone oh i didn't <laughs> stop recording ah! hey everyone so for the intensive purposes of this episode all the things mentioned stalking and stealing in this episode were a joke so that's that it's a joke don't take it seriously it's a joke